0: Shrubble this also
1: all her. has to be cut out just because it's bad. Oh,
0: yo. <laughs> <laughs> this that's what I'll open with. Can you <laughs> can you this also
2: has to be cut out because it's bad? <laughs> can the opening just be us saying cut that out?
3: What's after breakfast? What's
1: before lunch? It's Austin, Texas. It's Weird Brunch. Do you ever watch Tiny Toons? No. Mm
0: -hmm. So Tiny Toons. I mean, I have. There's
1: one character called Elmira. Elmira. Mm -hmm. I'm an Elmira. I'm going to pick up that cat. I'm going to squeeze it. It's going to hate me. It hates you. Yeah, Yeah. it does. And Brandon's just like cool and chill. And we'll just like go sit out in the back patio and all of the The cats cats will come to to him. And then I'm, like, sitting in the corner in the window being like, give me one of
2: them You know, that would be a really here. fun Halloween situation for y'all It's like, a Tiny Toons front yard. Oh,
1: that would be fun. And then you would the kids just get it? Yes. It doesn't, no, matter. it doesn't We're
0: not doing this for children. I don't no. know. This
1: is the only thing I do for children. But you
2: make it, like, dark-ish. Like like a gritty Like a, a, post- gritty, like a Last Toons of Us everything. Tiny Toons. <laughs> They'll but you have
0: to like things. chase cats yeah. all night. Yeah, that's your gimmick.
1: Yeah, I mean, and there's enough Brand in the neighborhood. That I be
0: the rich boy Eddie, right? What's his oh, name? Yeah. The one I always remember the episode where he sings, "I want money." The oh best, my god! And he, the they licensing like, they
1: had to pay to yeah, get that. Now that like, I think about it, it was so funny. Well, wb yeah. yeah. So was they owned his, it.
0: What was that? It was like it wasn't Richie Rich, but it was like. And I want to call him Eddie Money, but <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's already that's a singer. guy. That's already They could a have guy. just had him Edward as Edward Coin. <laughs> rich kid Edward Coin. Rich Kid Tiny Tombs. I have to look it up too. Um Montana Max. Yeah. Mm. That's his name. That's a good to him, name. to me, like him and Elmira. It's a porn name. That's those were really is. the he only humans on there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the grandma. I don't remember that. She's grandma. like
1: the caretaker. She's a, she's also in.
0: Do you only see the lower
1: half? of no, no, her no, body? no, 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 It's not like a, a Powerpuff Girl situation. Right. Or a
2: Muppet Baby situation.
0: Or uh, Charlie Brown. Br-
1: Charlie Brown.
0: Wah, 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 wah. Or the professor this, this. in Powerpuff Girls. Oh, yes, yes, yes. She's Tweety oh, Bird's yeah. mom. Yes. In my head, she just that calls is Granny. Tweety Bird's mom.
1: Her real name is that Emma grandma. Webster. She has an actual name. It's
0: Mrs. Bird. <laughs> missus bird because she looks like fucking tweety bird
1: she does um I got the same bone structure <laughs>
0: bird bones and they're hollow mm-hmm. uh, we are recording now uh, by oh. the way i don't okay. know if y'all if y'all knew that well, all th- of that was censored we yeah. had it's one long beep did i tell you about the possum yesterday no so we were fixing to leave to go to the game <laughs> what this is already the most texas story we were fixing to leave we were we were fixing to, <laughs> we we fixin to leave and uh john was like come here come here and at first he thought there was a wet cat in our front yard um sure. it yeah. was a possum sure yeah your classic and wet cat ca- yeah cats love the rain as we all know mm-hmm. But this possum, he looked disoriented. You know, I mean, it's out in the day. It was five o'clock. Yeah. It was like, oh, no, what's going on? And he was like walking out in the street. He walked out of our front yard, walked into the street and was like walking in the middle of the road and kept walking in circles like he was kind of like leaning a little to the left, like veering. And I was like, maybe he got hit. Or something on the left side. He was like, his brain got jambled a little bit. And he's yeah, he like, his equilibrium is off or something. Mm-hmm. And there are two gutters out front. And he kept like trying, he would walk to the gutter and then not be able to like jump down, which also made me think
1: he was injured. it had an
0: equilibrium problem because it couldn't like gauge the depth Mm -hmm. but it kept walking around it wouldn't it was weird and then I got started to get worried because I was like if it does have rabies or something there are lots of kids in this neighborhood possums can't get rabies they can't I asked the robot and they can't which robot I thought the Alexa said it's very, like... I think it's... Because uh, I always heard possums were, like, resistant to raises. Because their body is temperatures just, are too low. Yeah, they just look like they have rays. They look yes, real
1: mangy. Constantly. You also just go pick yeah. them up.
0: Well, I didn't... Was,
1: you should call me. I would come up.
0: We did. We called animal control. <laughs> we we called animal control. I want to love it and pets. I mean, my dream would be to have a... Like, if I find a fucking baby possum, it's over. Yeah.
1: They only live for, job, like, two years, My whole though. life is possum. Yeah. Possum content. Yeah. Poppy the Possum is a possum I follow on Instagram forever until they die. Poppy's
0: died. a good name. Uh-huh. Hey. Oh, that is a good name. That's a cute you call name. Her you call her Rony. Pop-
2: we'll have to. Puppy Rony. Uh, after we record, we'll have to FaceTime CJ and
0: convince him. Yeah. They hardly ever have rabies, but they can get it.
1: I, I think that's good enough.
0: And while they're to- not totally immune to rabies, they rarely carry it. So even if they get bit, they're like... As a marsupial possums have a lower body temperature than most other mammals. So their bodies do not provide a stable environment for the virus.
1: They also won't bite you. You can go slap a possum in the face. Not going to bite. We also you.
0: wondered if maybe he was like in a gutter, and then it rained so much he like got swept down or something. Got waterlogged, and got a little funky. Yeah, maybe he has a bunch of water in his ears. Is
1: is there any I resolution to this? Did we find out what happened?
0: No, the animal control people called me back while we were at the game, and I missed it. So, I don't know. He wasn't outside i, I wonder if had answered any. that and been like hello hello no it's a possum <laughs> the possum it's <laughs> going in circles left side of his face he won't stop going he might in have a bill's palsy or yeah. something <laughs> i tried to talk to him about it i did get my binoculars because i didn't want to get too close yeah. but i was like maybe there we'll see like dried blood on his face yeah. or something, something. And it didn't have, it was like squinting its left eye. But other than that, there wasn't like visible. They're also kind of squinty. They don't know because it'll look like it's winking. Yeah. <laughs> just a winking roundabout goddamn possum. Anyways, it was it was sad and we both felt real sad yeah. about the possum.
1: Well, it's probably dead. So yeah. you don't think about Either it anymore. way.
0: Well, John was like, what do you think will happen if, if Animal Control does find him? And I was like, I mean, oh, I'm sorry, they're just going to euthanize it. <laughs> Whether it has rabies or not, they'll probably get some blood. (coughs) The only way you can make sure, and then
1: that's not how you test rabies. How do you? You have to test the brain, so you have to kill it.
0: No, you do not. Yes, uh no, you don't. Yep, because I cat Mister or uh fucking, God Skiggs, the cat (laughs) at my parent or at the house that me and Lisa and Michelle lived in, I tried to, he was feral. Our landlord told us she was going to kick us out if we did not get him spayed. So Lisa and I tried to trap him. He bit the fuck out of me. We or I went to the hospital or not the hospital, like primary. It it was bad. It was deep. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to get, I need antibiotics. And they were like, okay, because it bit me, they had animal control come out so that they could keep it isolated and make sure that it they did might, not have rabies so they might
1: observationally do it but so i said how do they check for rabies and once well, this isn't dogs but um the direct fluorescent antibody test is the test most frequently used to diagnose rabies that this test requires brain tissue from animals suspected of being rabbit and can only be performed post-mortem huh so th- I, I think that. that they can observe an animal. Okay. And if they start showing symptoms. Because like it's. Kill it. Yeah. Go into the yeah. brain, Yeah. You okay. know how I know that? <laughs> Why? Because it was on home. An episode of home improvement.
0: Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> TV teaches oh. you things.
1: They. One of the kids made friends with a squirrel. <laughs> oh. And. That oh, was probably. The and it bit him. Oh, yeah. And they She's had like to. I don't Randy? remember. Randy. You're right. It one of the floppy Rand. hairs. No, Randy
2: was JTT. Okay.
1: But there was an episode where they he befriended a squirrel. The squirrel bit him, and they had to, like, take him in to get rabies shots for him. And then they had to identify the Mark. squirrel, and they had to, like, go talk to the son and be like, your squirrel friend's gone. Oh, and they're no. like, well, the only way they can test it is by killing the squirrel <laughs> and to make sure that you are safe. So that's how I know that.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Fun. Also about Home Improvement, last night, John, is we are watching... Um, all the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, yeah. I and read his list off to my brother. There's feedback. Go okay. on. Okay. But Brad, the oldest brother in Home Improvement is in Fast and Furious Tokyo him. Drift, not the new ones. See no. the one with the Drift very is blue eyes? Yeah. yeah, the blonde one. Yeah. Yeah, who always looks blonde. No. I mean, no. I guess blonde in the way that a brunette young G- boy G- he is. was technically blonde and
2: then mark had was brunette but then he dyed his hair black after squirrel friend died oh, yeah when he got he real like a goth, emo. Emo, goth yeah um and that was the most memorable mark thing that mm, happened that's true for
1: me sounds like the squirrel was more memorable for <laughs> i you. just remember that being like huh okay don't
0: gonna retain this for don't the Elmira rest of a squirrel. my life
1: yeah
0: and it it was helpful. It was helpful. It was helpful. Who knew today? I was going to be on a
1: comedy podcast twenty-five years later? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sharing squirrel facts, or <laughs> rather, rabies facts.
0: Thank you, Home Improvement. We
1: we have talked about the Tumblr era of like rabies identifying people. I feel have like. Have I mentioned we this? Okay, I've thought about covering it because it's just fun internet lore, but I don't know that
2: I've talked about
1: it. So in Tumblr, okay. there was. <laughs> I think what ended up, I'm pretty sure being a troll Tumblr account. And it was somebody who, um, you know how there's people who like want to have like limbs removed. Mm -hmm. Like it's like a, Mm -hmm. whatever, some type of dysmorphia. This person had like rabies dysmorphia where they felt like they were supposed to be rabid (laughs) and they would like, basically like role play as, some, as someone with, with rabies. rabies and then like the last post they ever posted is that they realized that a raccoon that lived in the woods behind their house was a rabbit and they were going to go get
0: get rabies, rabies on, on purpose. purpose i wonder if they and
1: did. then there, so there was this whole disc cuz it's tumblr's a fucking psychotic place discourse about like rabies identifying people <laughs> 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 what a time to be alive
2: I think tumblr's coming back i i don't Is know about it? that i saw somebody had posted on it for the first time in like 20 years i was like huh or 10 years what?
1: i was not a tumblr, tumblr. person but a lot of cam cam,
0: Franklin. cam. okay oh, she did that as a joke
2: i don't know I'm trying to, I haven't looked at it yet. I'm trying to figure it out. I did use Tumblr for my last,
1: my last story was because that was the only place that had the full confession Mm -hmm. of that witch that was not behind a paywall.
0: (laughs) That's how I found the full confession (laughs) of that witch. Which which if you're going to find that (laughs) anywhere, it's going to be on Tumblr. It's Tumblr. A very difficult to
1: navigate Tumblr page with too much going on. Yeah. All the worst parts of my space. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I
2: think I'm going to get back on
1: time. Okay, we can start that.
0: You've been... Hankering for another Rintelblen. alternative <laughs> social media. I still I, want
2: a blue sky invite. Did you know they're selling for like thousands I, of dollars? I don't even know what that is. Do you remember? It's Jack
0: from Twitter's yeah, new Twitter. It's new Twitter. Okay. Like it, it looks you already, very. What happened to the new Twitter that you told me I had to do? Which one? That I oh, made I a, don't an know. account for for our work because Lisa was like. You just got to go in and swoop on up. new Twitter. And so yeah, I went and I grabbed our name. Do you have our name on Tumblr? Oh God, no. Let's do it. Oh, <laughs> Hive. I don't know what's going Welcome on. Welcome to Hive. the u Ship Tumblr. I have Lemon Eight. I did I
2: download did that do one. Lemon 8. I did do Lemonade. You told me to do things. that one, but I didn't all, do that. It's all. It's all like UG,
1: right? UGC. It's all user generated, like right. paid user generated content. You can tell that it's trying to be authentic, but it's all people who grew up very aware of the sellability of an aesthetic content yes mm-hmm. and so bleak. everything looks very consumerist because it's like i'm I'm a 16 year old girl all i know is how to do the aesthetic shit yeah so it's uh but it's very obvious that like lemonade is the is, is not bite dance it's um what is it
0: i thought it was bite it might be what is bite that's Byte who dance
1: owns, TikTok. owns tiktok oh and i so thought
2: th- it was
1: i thought it was because it might that's be. what
2: you told me that's what i was told
1: but yeah all these people are just like oh you're getting paid for it that's fine like get your bag but <laughs> none of this is i'll just use pinterest i do like yeah. this
2: micro dosing and motherhood post. Oh, yeah. oh, okay okay
1: lemonade we're getting wild now do it just yeah, nothing but- about this is something that interests me like yeah. literally none of this is anything. yeah it looks Here's like a crocheted pinterest.
0: shawl I love crochet oh. sticks. I mean, I get crochet There crochet is talk stuff zucchini stuff all the time. crisps. I have a
1: casserole that's just been advertised for me. So that's to actually tried make zucchini
0: pretty. crisps. That shit is impossible. Like, you dehydrate them? No. You're supposed to be able to, like, bake them or use an air fryer. And I've never done it successfully. Because the zucchinis, they're just like, they're just I'm water. shrivel up and just be like, Pfft. either they're too out the wet water. or they burn all the way through and you can't eat it. <sighs> classic problem to have <laughs> i just don't want to be on a place where everybody's like i'm an
2: influencer mm. and that's what lemonade is and i'm like i'm not
0: i don't want to be
1: yeah i don't i don't like people who are just trying to center themselves i appreciate in things. that you're
0: willing to be a first adopter of i'll these try places look i'll try anything well,
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I I once if anybody's listening and has a blue sky invite i want it i want to see it
0: what does it do? It's new Twitter from Jack. Oh, yeah, that's from right. You Twitter. just said that. It's new Twitter. Here's at. the thing.
2: I have zero intention of leaving Twitter.
1: I like that it's a full-on dumpster fire. I've never earnestly used Twitter before. It's the
0: thing I use the most. Mm. It's what I go to when something is happening and I want immediate yep. answers. Mm-hmm. I go to Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it has the best, you know, people will actually like the way the search function works on there with current events. Yeah. It works. If I try to do that on Instagram, it's, it's nothing. flooded it's with horrible. dumb bullshit that's old as fuck. Yeah. And like, I think it's TikTok also not is like an information sharing app the way that like
1: yeah. Twitter Twitter's, Twitter's just a series of headlines. Yeah. Essentially, it's,
0: it's unique in that way. Yeah. And
1: it's not monetizable as much as Elon Musk yeah, wants to make it. Oh, God.
2: People try. So I've never clicked on an ad from. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Absolutely. Instagram's not. the only place it'll work for me. It'll, it'll oh, get I've me every once in a while where it's Instagram. like, what is this
0: ugly girl about to do? Like that kind click of click baby, baby oh, one yeah. mirror. Oh, yeah. The promoted it's one. Like, but if you'll it's never like,
2: guess how poor these actresses yeah, exactly. are. And it's like, I don't know, Kate Winslet. And yeah. I'm like, what? And then she's not on the list. Yeah. Yeah. we're off. just
1: dumb boomers who are gonna mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's fine
2: um oh have y'all did y'all see i was at my parents house and there was a national news update on a s- certain Lori daybell yeah oh yeah yep she got Sentenced convicted
0: for murdering her two kids because she murdered her two kids because she's a piece of shit. she's garbage she also had a bunch of other people like her own brother or was it her brother in law murdered anyways it's been a minute since we did that story yeah um Lots but she of, fucking sucks. well his ex-wife chad yeah he that too fellow oh, bed um, or whatever he's daybell oh Lori vallow chad uh, daybell they're all
1: horrible and those two kids those do not poor deserve kids what happened to them nope
0: um welcome to weird brunch how, how are y'all feeling <laughs> i'm okay yeah yeah
1: We had brunch with our mothers, Mother's Day.
0: How did that go?
1: It was good. It was fun. By that, I mean the restaurant was kind of shitty.
0: We went to (laughs) P6, which is in the line hotel, and it's like up in the line, Mm -hmm. so it's got a good view of Town Lake, which I wanted somewhere. I've heard good things about that place. That was pretty and cute, and that would take a reservation for like eight people because I didn't know how many of us were actually going to be there. It ended up being six, but... Not a lot of places will give you reservations over six. Mm -hmm. And so I reserved eight. Anyways, that's why we went there, despite it having some recent reviews that were like, service sucks, which I also feel like, In this post-pandemic time, also, a lot of service just fucking sucks at most restaurants. It's like relearning how to Yeah, and I assume it's going to be that way for another couple more years until everything is fully kind of back to normal or something. I think that there's
1: been a fundamental shift in the service industry, and I think that it's because the pay is not caught up with that shift
2: yeah well and the patrons have forgotten how to act oh yeah, yeah. that's piece a big a part shit. of it. like we yeah. still
1: t- I'm I'm almost positive there was an, a 20% autograt and, and we, then we grat it on top of yeah. it and it was one of those things I was like I don't we whatever we
0: but our waitress delightful she was fine she was great she was attentive I we were attended to more than I expected yeah the food came out at a normal rate I think kind of And the drinks came out at a normal rate. Like I wasn't super waiting, but the rest of it, like, so it's, it's open outside. So it's, like, pretty, but... Is that where there's, like, cabanas outside? <laughs> that's down no. on, that's, like... That's a different ground level. No, they do have that, but that's, yeah, at entrance level of the hotel. Okay. So, so this one is halfway up. So you go up to floor six. Which, because oh. from what we understand, P6. is that that floor that
1: we're on was originally the top level of the parking garage that was mm-hmm. attached to the hotel. But then everything kind of got built up around it. So P6 as in parking floor six. So the positioning of that corner is very, it is very pretty. You can see all of like south, uh, like you're north of the river looking south. But the RT, the rooftop units, AC mm-hmm. units are completely encircling so, it as well.
0: Surrounding it from below. When very you said RT. RTUs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I thought you mm-hmm. were going to say. Thank you for clarifying. Normal people don't know what that means. No. I do. It's my That's job. That's That's a giant cooling system yes it's the HVAC system the ones you would see on the top yep. of a hotel that are very loud that are rooftop. super fucking loud <laughs> yep. and so all you could hear is just this <laughs> background of very
1: loud i don't know how AC they would units. combat that except for like putting up like a sound wall yeah. but then, i don't uh, know if you can do the that purpose
0: of having a view yeah you can, um, if you could, i like, guess you could lay it i over. don't think you can do that yeah it's probably I think there's some a clear span kind yeah. of Thing that you got to have, anyways. So, we moved to a table that was slightly further away from the edge, which helped. Yeah, you had to like poach also, another table. They also sat us like most of the seating okay. there, cocktail is, seating. like cocktail seating. So, not but tall they had, tops, they had so it was gonna be like all of us trying to eat entrees on our laps on because it was table. like a little coffee table situation and lounge yeah. chairs. And I was like, this is not gonna work. It was confusing to get up there, they didn't have proper signage. Guiding you to it because it is in a hotel and it's on a. And the there's three. Floor. There's two other and restaurants. There's two other the restaurants in the hotel, and like the food was kind of bizarre. Like it tasted fine, but mm-hmm. I got mom and I both got tuna tartar, which. We were supposed to each get one. We only got one. Did we check to see if we got charged
1: for no, two? No c- shit, we should have. Because
0: well, we were trying to beat Spencer also to the check. Yeah. So I just gave her our cards to split it. So we didn't even we didn't see we didn't if there was see brat. anything itemized. We didn't see if there was itemized, which was on my bad. I didn't. It even doesn't matter. It's it. whatever. You have to be fast on Mother's Day. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say this: the tuna tartar <laughs> came on a piece of rye bread. No untoasted no it was like an actual slice of rye bread also it wasn't like a baguette so it was like tuna juice sponge wet tuna bread and it was rye wet tuna bread and so mom and i just kind of like scraped off the tartare which tasted fine but i was like who thought that was a good idea spencer got a cuban sandwich it came on a puff pastry instead of like like pork belly like a and it was pork belly too. a cubano isn't it's pulled pork usually i'm pretty sure i don't know and then john got steak and eggs but it was definitely very much like a pot roast like the meat was crumbly it tasted good but it was definite it was chopped up it was like pull apart pot roast meat with a big slab I mean, that does of cornbread and all was not as was bad good, was good everything it was, was fine it was all just very bizarre choices yeah. well and usually
1: when chefs are trying to do this cuz they're trying to like elevate something yeah. they're tra- they're taking they're like, out something common and putting something in new sure. it's like but sure. like
0: tuna tartare on a rye bread doesn't fucking make sense yeah and i've always said that i was almost <laughs> astonished when it came out i was like is that a fucking i felt like a like 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 a bougie. food critic or something. I was like, is that a? Piece this of whole conversation bread? is
1: very that. It Every is. time you keep saying tuna tartar, I'm like, oh but god! But it's fucking crazy. It's true. It, is, it is
0: a a silly, very yeah. weird. S- give us something crackers, uh, yeah. crunchy.
1: I will say, like, I got I got a parfait and biscuits with butter and oh. jam, and that yeah. was safe pretty. City.
0: That is safe. City. That is yogurt and biscuit. It was delicious, and
1: it looked. It good. didn't have meat. And it was good
0: yeah but it was also if I'm brandon in, got the potato yeah brandon got a bowl of potatoes yeah, yeah. brandon Same is city. a bowl of potatoes were good Aww.
1: yeah and i mean that in a non-derogatory way they did
0: oh, it's give a comforting mom thing, like really. a little dessert they
1: did get because for mother's day the little they dessert a, it was, was so good delicious it was very very good I, mean. the thing about it, it's like i want the place could be better like it's obviously yeah. got the it's frustrating for it. to
0: go somewhere that's like it it there are simple things you could do, and it and would this be is so much better. Their current
1: season brunch menu, so we could go, you know, six yeah. weeks from now, and they have something completely different. It'd be like I an don't amazing know. experience. I don't know,
0: but it also, It still sounds like they don't know how to pair bread with things. Eh, you know, absolutely not. Most of the yeah, like not a, so much puff pastry, not and a lot I was of like, knowledge on
1: carbs over who's there Who's doing that. Who's doing I was more that? annoyed with the bad signage thing, like yeah, the, Haley the bad like, wayfinding was know really how to annoying. Get that. Well, because oh. cause when you come into the, the hotel area, they do have signage that says P6 is this way, whatever, the Arlo Gray is this way. I'm like, okay, cool. And you walk, and then you get to a hostess stand that says, wait for a hostess to seat you, and there's like a little director-style chair and a thing, and you're just kind of like standing there, and there's nobody there, but you see an elevator and another doorway, but there's no sign that says, come to the sixth floor mm. or anything, and they already have a hostess
0: station, <laughs>
1: and so I was kind of like, I called Whitney. And I was like, "This is the worst place I've ever been to in my entire yeah. life." I didn't even say, hi. "Get me out of here!" I hate
0: <laughs> you. I'm like, cool, I'm happy. I'm glad y'all are here.
2: <laughs> I like that your uh, facilities manager was in full. Oh yeah, swing it
1: today. was <laughs> frustration. Um, no, but I mean, that's the thing is, like, it wasn't great, but it wasn't like I don't know if I'd say I'd never go there again. I'm never going back to that. If place. I got invited back, I'd be like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I won't get the tartar.
2: I will get a parfait and a biscuit. Yep.
1: Right. It, and I know where I'm going now. i have a much the better The hummus experience. was good. Yeah. The hummus was really good. We've been it's, talking about this way hummus. too fucking long. Okay, yeah. Should cut we? all of this out. Yeah, I'm going to cut
0: out a <laughs> lot of yeah. it.
1: Well, now I want to know about Lisa's Mother's Day.
0: Yeah.
2: I went to New Braunfels where my family lives, mm. my parents, and worked from there on Friday. Wanted to spend a little extra time. Uh, I got my mom to watch The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with Did me she like she it? She liked it! She's uh, like, it's a little goofy, but this is fun. And then she afterwards was like, I need to look. Uh, maybe we should try Last of Us again. And then I was Pascal. like, Pedro oh, got, Pedro got Pedro to Pedro. That's She's cage on the Pedro, Pedro, Pedro yeah. yeah. And then I asked her if she was okay in a very serious way. I was like, Mom, I need to ask you. Are you okay? She was like, what? And I was like, after the recent photos of Austin, Austin Butler and Dune 2. Are you okay? And she just started laughing.
3: <laughs>
2: She's like, Yes, I'm still excited. I you know what I do want to come out. And then she named all of these working projects that no For one Austin fucking knows, knows about. Mm-hmm. And I'm funny. like, how do you what email? She's on the distra-? newsletter. Yeah. She's
0: looking at the blinds every day. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then my brother and sister in law came down and we all went to a late lunch yesterday at uh McAdoo's you went to
3: McAdoo's
2: we went to McAdoo's
0: I want to go to McAdoo's we gotta go what is this what are you talking about it's in New Prom. Oh. Bron- I mean you can explain it better but what all the time what kind of restaurant it's like is a is seafood
1: it? it's like
0: really good seafood okay I just love it. it's called McAdoo. I thought you
1: were gonna tell me it was a McDonald's that they stripped and they kept the <laughs> MC and they're like, well, what do we fucking throw call it? Another one. On. And it's like it a knockoff TGI Fridays in the shell of a McDonald's.
2: No, it's actually in the shell of the first post office in New Braunfels. Um, so it's very, very old, and they have like cute little nods to the post office. That's cute. That's nice. And then I tried to throw my brother my card, and we thought we were being really sneaky, and then my father was like, put those away. No, so. That's he's nice. he was faster but right before we went to this dinner i did get a phone call um from from my my uh Fiance. the love of my life uh <laughs> he calls me and tells me that he had a jog with him um that's now it's a trial quote mm. unquote because how do you trial really i mean i know i forget
1: to cancel trials all the time i know I know. Unless you put a little reminder in your phone.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. which I might, and then um, yeah. So we have a, a a third a disgusting three dog household right now. It's perverted.
0: <laughs> he didn't even.
2: And uh, yeah. No, we did leave that part out. Yeah, oh. I did not know he was going to meet this dog. I did not know he was bringing a dog <coughs> home. I did not know any any of it.
1: You did introduce the dog. Well... Not to blame you. No, But you've I done know. this before. You just of, send pictures of, pictures of dogs that are this cute. This is
2: something I do. Yeah. And I, I do... I'm open to the idea that that's a weird thing to do. Mm-hmm. But then my brother was like, if I went and got every dog Amanda, his, yeah. f- his wife if i went and got every dog she sent me i mean and i'm like okay so this isn't abnormal it's just like when i send yeah. houses we're not gonna get yeah mm-hmm. it's just daydreams and this one kind of looks like mr p mm-hmm. but like fluffy and not <laughs> not jammed together weirdly mm-hmm. yeah uh and i was like oh because well, he's always like oh what would mr p look like as a puppy and i was like oh maybe it was like that and yeah. then next thing another I know reason that, to send pictures
0: of random mm-hmm. dogs.
2: Yeah. And now. And now you have one. She's at the house. But he's only quote unquote only has a year to live. But like we were talking about before we started recording. Now he'll probably live another
0: 15 yeah. years. Yes. It's buying it's the wedding dress before you've been proposed to. Like that shit is crazy. Mm hmm. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Got a good deal on a dog.
2: Uh, it was actually a really good deal. I mean, there's you'd be
1: losing money if you didn't <laughs> do it. if you Really think okay. about it. I'm trying to help. i Well, don't the know other if that's thing, true, it's is a <laughs>
2: decade
0: minimum long commitment. Yeah. My yeah.
2: mom was immediately on his. Not that it's a side thing. It like is. We're not. It is.
0: fighting about. But you're it, not but not fighting about it,
2: right? Like the, it was a moment. It, it's a learning. It's a coachable moment. Well, it's
1: because there's a living being in the middle
2: of it, so it's right. like can't. But my mom was like, oh, my God, he's so cute. And then she was like, I mean, it, you know, maybe Cooper, her
0: golden doodle, maybe Cooper needs a friend if it doesn't work out. Hey, I mean, that's a good out. Yeah, but then that dog still ends just up at my do house. It. Just Just go drop the dog off at your mom's house and be like okay you, you adopted it. it well we do have another home for it and i'm not ready for this yet so i'm going to take this to the other you home you can literally right be right yeah now.
1: it's like cj you can be impulsive to get it i can be impulsive yeah, to get then rid of you it get
0: there and your mom is like I and you're like me you said me me it was be so be cute be so here it is and then you just run or i could be like i named her austin butler yeah little baby austin she also loves florence pugh miss flo would be a great name for a dog I love, For- I mean, everybody loves Florence Pugh. I don't know yeah. anyone who didn't like her. I don't know anyone who didn't like her.
2: I did find someone. Who I can't talk em. about it. We'd have to censor it out. Who?
0: I mean, I'm gonna have to edit. Oh, okay, Blah, that's how we know. That's someone. how we know. All
1: <laughs> she will. No. there's a lot we just need to should we start yeah. over will i we'll start
0: over here we can here i'll put a little marker i'm gonna to pause it any of that is salvageable and put a marker here.
2: pickles pissed
0: Pickle should be pissed pickles pissed
2: yeah she's she doesn't like her eyes. no she she likes her and she's being really good about like you're in my space like nips pickles good at that yeah and uh but she's pissed at us. Like she, she needs to just be pissed vibe, at CJ so. because
0: it's his fault.
2: I know. I'm like, just because the puppy likes me more immediately mm. does not mean I like her pickle more than you. Pickle has to be the
0: most popular girl in the room. She does, and it's not her fault because both she of is the congenial. white dogs let
2: her go in and out of doors first. They understand she they is know the in control. Oh, she yes. is mother.
0: Yeah, that's who we should be celebrating today. Is pickle? Yeah, pickle. Okay. yeah. Um. Should we tell a story? yeah Who wants to go first? I think I went first last time. I but can, I am prepared. But I can you go, can go first. do it. Okay.
2: After y'all's conversation about the line, it made me think of mine.
1: Actually.
0: It's was about a, a Subpar about restaurant. Dave
1: Coulier. We could have lots of conversations about no Dave. No one Coulier. should fuck that guy
2: uh the national fire protection association maintains a list of deadliest fires and explosions
1: in u.s history did y'all know this no but i i mean when you say it out loud that makes sense yeah
2: just a list just a we love data now i'm getting cut out Mm -hmm. Uh, i was trying to turn you up a little oh that's so sweet
0: (laughs) thank you uh
2: so just Below a 1918 forest fire that killed 559 people in Minnesota at Ooh. seventh place on this list sits the November 28th, 1942 Coconut Grove Nightclub Fire. Ooh. This that is a national awful. forest
1: system that does this?
2: The National uh, fire, Protection fire Protection Association. Mm-hmm. Coconut, by the way. C O C O
1: A. In UT, coconut,
0: coco nut,
2: mm-hmm. cocoa. Yeah, <laughs> was it 17 Piedmont Street in Boston, Massachusetts? The same fire at Coconut Grove is the third deadliest building fire, right below a 1903 Iroquois Theater in Chicago that killed 602 people. And do we know what the
1: number one, Triangle Shirtwaist Factory,
2: deadliest building fire was? Is it is it the triangle? triangle for building fire? Or not. is it 9-11? Is it Whitewater? It's 9-11. Yay. it's <laughs> 9 Yay. <laughs> With
1: 2,666. I think it's, I understand that's a building fire. I don't think that should be counted as like yeah, a building a fire. Attack. Like it's so much.
2: And then that's fine. So yeah. then
1: uh, Coconut Grove's number two. Still above triangle. Still, still above triangle, which is, I think the impact of triangle is more about like, regulations yes, yeah, yeah absolutely
2: yeah so um october 27th 1927 coconut grove nightclub opens club owners split are split between illicitly selling alcohol because this is that's prohibition uh, and they have financial difficulties but then by 1931 the club falls into the ownership of charles king solomon who's a gangster so oh, guess king what quotation more booze yeah We are selling booze. Mm -hmm. Um, He bought the club for $10,000, which was quite a bit back then. Solomon was definitely bootlegging and deep in the illicit drug trade and loan sharking. So
1: he's got it. He's diversified. You got to make your money. Let's
2: go coca-out nut. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. 1933 Solomon is assassinated that's two years after he bought this coconut club is passed to his widow and then very quickly to Solomon's lawyer Barnett Barney Wolanski Wolanski begins to expand refurbish and reshape the venue the first floor featured dining rooms a dance floor a bar and a cocktail lounge there's also a lower level called the melody lounge which features a revolving stage, tropical decor made of paper, bamboo, and rattan. So it's very like tiki
0: bar I bet type. It looks so cool. That was really cool, right? But there were a bunch of in the twenty forties. Yeah. Oh, forties. At this point. At this point. Well, uh, late thirties, forties. Yeah. It's all gonna be cool. There's yeah. no plastic in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's still that like Art Deco y vibe mm-hmm. that's just. Just mm. use abs- a be- asbestos for texture on the ceiling. I'm sure. Lead in the paint. Oh
2: yeah, numb numb. Hell yeah. November twenty eighth, nineteen forty two. This is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Uh there's roughly one thousand people crammed into this building. Around ten PM that night, a light bulb went out in the downstairs uh Melody lounge. A patron <laughs> this is so <laughs> slutty. A patron had <laughs> loosened it to create a more intimate ambiance for him and a lady friend to oh, get a hand job, right? Yeah.
1: I love
2: it. Uh, a bartender the got a 16 year old busboy barback, Stanley Tomaszewski, to replace the bulb. Well, when he got down there, he couldn't see, so he lit a match so he could see. And again, this decor was Flable paper, paper. red, tan, like yeah. bamboo. And so, within moments, a fire bursts out amid the palm tree decorations, and obviously, this kid gets blamed. But in official reports, the cause is deemed indeterminate. Thomas Zueski. they were
1: all probably smoking cigarettes inside, like for sure.
2: Yeah. This and is like this is kindling. This is, is bound just to happen.
0: Un, it's not his. It's the. It's the place's fault. Yeah.
2: yeah. Also, you're sending a 16-year-old mm-hmm. to go do some. I mean I know changing a light bulb's not like electrical work but I don't trust 16 year olds to do shit no Tomaszewski is mainly exonerated but little consolation for him he ends up staying in a hotel for months under an armed guard mm-hmm. and for the rest of his life he's harassed uh before his death in 1994 lived oh,
0: a long time yeah he
1: was
2: he 16 was 16 and 42, 42.
1: Yeah, so he's, no, he's like 70-something. 70, 70, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, he long. said he didn't have a sense of guilt about it right before his death because it wasn't his fault. So he, he did have that awareness of like, he I'm not going to yeah. carry this with me, which I, I liked that. Mm. The artificial plant decor was so combustible that the fire in the Melody Lounge instantly became an inferno. The fire got into the ceiling, shot through corridors as a fireball, and then rapidly spread through the first floor. A first floor patron, Henry Gaw, (laughs) recounted, quote, a cloying, blinding, impenetrable pall of smoke dropped instantly from above and sounds of panic erupted from all directions. Why above? Uh, The ceiling burned, like, first. And that first floor. Mm -hmm. So then it's actually... Raining, raining fire people it's awful yeah fire trucks arrived at 10:20 the club is already burning and it's a smoky mess uh the first responders showed up to an absolute horror show one respondent noted that the victims were so burned that quote tongues were split open oh was it like
1: boiled everything I, in them it,
2: yeah oh god bodies were unrecognizable mm-hmm. Firefighters noted that they found the entryway quote knee deep in bodies, and they were all like jackstraws—arms and legs and hands, so like a popsicle stick, basically. Jesus. And some of the people's heads were right through the first section of the wall, like through the plaster,
1: like they had been like, like pushed because everything get away. was kind of melting. Yeah, like they yeah. melt
2: their heads melted into the wall. Uh, yeah. <sighs> The final number of deaths has been tallied at 492, which is a pretty high number, especially when you know the fire was extinguished in under an hour. Mm -hmm. Most of these deaths were due to a total lack of giving a shit. The prominent death trap in all of this was the main entrance, which was a revolving door only no side doors Well, before you didn't have to have it correct people rushed the door from both the first floor and from the melody lounge in the basement and so there's a bottleneck obviously so after a couple of people escape it gets fully jammed bodies start stacking up as the crowd was crushed up against those stuck at the door And the revolving door was the only way in or out at the main entrance on Piedmont Street. There's no other doors. It's estimated that at that location, approximately 200 people died in a heap on top of each other. Do they think it was
1: a lot of it was crushing? Yes. Like a crushing death and not the fire itself? No, like
2: there's a little bit on this later, but when people were first getting to the door, the people that got out were burned mm-hmm. right like so you're burning so you are burning the smoke is, it's and it's, it's immediate it's yeah.
0: immediate
2: also notable the seating capacity at the coconut grove was 460 he said thousand people and the general capacity of the club was 600
1: and the estimated number was a thousand people there that's why when you go to a club they got a little guy with a clicker they click you and yep. they click you out. They got People do it. like
0: to shit on the fire marshal, but he's got a reason. Mm-hmm. And a lot more power than you think in Texas. They're actually nice.
1: I've had to fire marshal a couple Sometimes. of times. Mm, fire marshal Bill is the only one I respect.
2: Okay, that's fair.
1: Let me show you something.
2: Other exits in the building were hidden behind decorations or blocked by false walls, and many of those doors were locked anyhow.
0: God.
2: Only people who used those doors knew of their existence staff. Yeah. Yeah. Report from litigation over the fire, quote, it is evident that an emergency escape from the Melody Lounge would be difficult for a patron not thoroughly familiar with parts of the premises that were not directly open to them. Mm -hmm. The report also stated that a total of five emergency exits to the building, some with panic bars, were present, and as mandatory in all gangster joints, Coconut Grove had massive refrigerators and meat lockers. May, these may have proved critical both as a means of survival and in the spread of the fire. The theory that due to war shortages, the club used methyl chloride as a substitute for freon. So it's theorized that the gas leaked from the unit, and then accelerated the spread of the fire. Again, that's a theory. There are victims who said they felt sluggish and that they detected a sweet odor, which is common with methyl chloride. Some discrepancies, though, particularly since the ceiling burned first, methyl chloride is a heavy gas, so it was at floor level. It would have been. The fire commissioner's official report did say the fire appeared to be gaseous and innate in character, which I'm not sure really what the difference is, aside from a Michael Bay film here and there that I've seen.
1: Between between like, like a wood versus gas versus Like what speed. the fire would look yeah. like, because the, would like, if you like a Because the gas is going to go very quickly. Through, yeah. yeah, as opposed to like long burning. Yeah. Which would also make sense why people who are just getting to the front would have, like exactly what you're saying, like Michael Bay, that a kind of explosion behind mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I'm surprised that kid made it out so quick. He probably cheesed it though, if it was his fault. Oh yeah, yeah. If he was like at the point of ignition in any kind of real way. Oh yeah, yeah. He probably was and like he was staff, staff, so he could have. He, knows the staff. he the knew,
2: Yeah, exactly. Refrigerators did offer a chance of survival for escaping victims. A total of five avoided death with the help of a walk-in. They they climbed into a walk-in.
0: Mm-hmm. Man.
2: That's smart. So you know that's, that's
0: also scary, though. Yeah. It's like
2: it's
1: it. It's Whoa. one way or another. Yeah.
0: If there's nowhere else, I'll go in the walk-in. I would rather fall asleep in the cold. Than no, burned. I don't yeah. think you would die in the walk-in. That's I, or, I mean, you from freezing, I would be afraid. Yeah, it would just get in there. Well, cook and you're you you you're somehow.
1: gonna walk in on the line cook and the hostess fooling around yeah. too, and you're gonna feel Someone's awkward about in that. In there, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. sorry let me get back out of here yeah. <laughs> just like bedlam yeah
0: i'll take i'll, I'll take, take my chances in the there. burning hell fire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ew. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, one of the survivor stories ferd brook and cleo lambritus were in the melody lounge one of the first to arrive at the revolving doors this couple so where they were at in the melody lounge Thank God. They were right next to that corridor they were had to run through. Mm-hmm. So they immediately do that. They get to the revolving doors. They manage to squeeze through, but they're already burned. Mm-hmm. So they are one of the very few that got through that door, and they're already, like,
3: Fucked scalded. Up.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another one, Dorothy Miles, was a teenage singer at the club, and she's passing the stairs that lead down to the Melody Lounge. She sees a light and hears a massive explosion. She's knocked down. She recovers and makes her way to the dining room, or to a dining room. She was then crushed and broke her nose on a table. So again, she's on the ground, kind of, or like, you know, not sure-footed. The crowd is trampling her. She manages to move around until she falls under a pile of dead and dying. She is rescued and underwent 10 skin grafts. 1940s oh skin disfigured God. for yeah. the rest yeah. of yeah possibly. I don't know teenage it singer you know it's such yeah. a it's such Poor a girl. thing yeah fire response was actually pretty quick um there was an alarm raised at 10:15 again they arrived at 10:20 to this one there was an alarm raised at 10:15 p.m. there was a small automobile fire nearby the coconut grove and as they're putting that out they that's when they're right there they're right there when it starts. Mm-hmm. So they start seeing smoke from the club while they're there. From there the coconut grove fire turns into a five alarm fire. So that's the first alarm. Four more are called as they're getting there.
1: You might get to this but how do they get in?
0: Yeah. They so like <laughs> broke all the windows. But if it's it's like they,
1: basement
2: well, dining area so they had to it doesn't go into detail, but they had the quote of them having to wade through bodies, bodies yeah. at that. The only entrance that they could get into to start was that revolving well, door. Well,
1: those hoses are pretty powerful. True. Yeah. And
2: actually, 18 hoses, hose units were deployed for this
1: fire. Like, that's how intense. Yeah, I would assume that you, uh, like, you... <laughs> Power wash people out of the way Mm. to get inside. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's accidental, right? Like you walk in shooting water. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: The initial responders were soon joined by others. The mayor, Red Cross, civilians, and the U.S. armed forces stepped in. Since then, obviously, we've seen some advancements, Mm. right? Like with every tragedy, we see people try to prevent the next one. With this. So, one of the (sighs) advancements, there's a plastic surgeon, Bradford Cannon, who abandoned the use of tannic acid and dyes which is how they used to treat burns and he realized this is doing more harm than good and he turned to gauze with boric acid and petroleum jelly which was still used today psychologists also started i mean the 1940s was mwah for psychology mm-hmm. they started studying the impact on victims a harvard psychiatrist eric Lindeman. lindemann studied numerous survivors of coconut grove to analyze how they're dealing with grief right they've lost people that were there with them mm-hmm. people they knew maybe they're regulars and that has informed modern theories of how humans deal with grief closely tied to that is post-traumatic stress disorder Alexandra Adler, another psychiatrist, examines victims and studies how the disaster caused anxiety and depression, and this information was used immediately during World War II for treatment for soldiers coming back. Mm. With the huge public outrage, criminal charges obviously followed. The grand jury levied indictments on 10 people total. Of those 10, owner Barney Willansky, his brother, a wine steward, The manager on the evening of the fire, fire department personnel, administrators, and building officials were charged with negligence for failure to inspect and perform duties. The architect and the designer were levied charges of conspiracy to violate building codes. Again, this place was bought by a gangster. Mm. Court proceedings, uh, there were 130 witnesses. Only Wilanski was convicted out of all of it. Nineteen counts, Which one
0: was Wilanski
2: The owner, the, the lawyer. Owner? Okay. 19 counts of manslaughter. He was sentenced to up to 15 years, but he was, this is where shit gets hinky. But he was pardoned November 1946 by Governor Maurice Tobin. Barney had cancer, terminal cancer at that point, and he was on limited time. Tobin was also the mayor of during the fire at the time of the fire, so he was one of the people that showed up. Mm-hmm. Wilansky and Tobin had a relationship. They, uh, an electrician, testified. Wilansky claimed he could skirt fire codes since quote Mayor Tobin and I fit. Later witnesses claimed Wilansky stated they owe me plenty, so getting a little mob. prior to coconut grove the building codes were in shambles Uh, codes existed with the national fire protection association they had also at that point condemned revolving doors eight days before the fire however inspectors had found there were no serious violations (laughs) at the building
1: well, to, that's also to the standards of the time, so there might not have been.
2: They had already said that revolving doors were oh
1: before the fact. Uh-huh. Okay, sorry. So at least that. Yeah.
2: But otherwise, I'm sure there was some paying off going on, and some. Was
1: it also like, and I don't think they do this with building code, but certain amount of like grandfathering in. So basically, they say revolving doors aren't safe anymore. You need to have two egress points, but we'll give you so many years to install that, and then it's in that period of time because there are there are yeah. things yeah because there are things that are of historic nature they're like you don't have to get rid of it but you do have to Fix, adapt yeah a lot of ada else. stuff was yeah. added after the fact and you are given a time period that you have to do yeah you have to do it so and it may
2: yeah it may have been i love that they probably would have said that egress because i didn't know what the fuck it meant so i just left it out of this whole story <laughs> yeah uh
1: government it's the point in which you can exit yeah so, that's un- what i thought yeah but you know my vocabulary is different. Uh, <laughs> I I don't have marketing vocabulary, so you don't want it. Okay. Rockstar.
2: <laughs> Government started that's ta- sales. Not there was a, if I got an advert
1: a rock star a facility manager. Yeah, that's sales. I do not know somewhat, who would a sales manager wrote that. that description. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm, now I'm
2: imagining like David Comey is an office manager. <laughs> uh government started taking codes far more seriously after this the codes were also updated so nightclubs were coded as a place of assembly previously they were not so the rules and regulations for a place of assembly are stricter the exterior doors had to swing out Mm -hmm. not in revolving doors were okay but they needed doors on either side for egress uh emerging Oh, emergency lighting was also put into place. So when this happened, Coconut Grove, blackout, Black. dark. Yeah. yeah, Can't see anything unless the fire is lighting
1: it up. Mm-hmm.
2: So those are some of
1: the. Those are big. Like, those are. Those are huge. Those are the three. Like, when I think about. How to fire, out points. of the building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you need signage. You need a yeah. door that opens to the outside. You can't have anything within 15 feet of that door either. Like.
2: Yeah. And like yeah. all of this kind of came from You're this. You teach it to be
1: about my job. Yeah.
2: And I've
0: never heard of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me either.
2: At all. And the final update is uh, even though this happened, you know, 80 years ago, there is a memorial in progress right now. Uh, it's been in progress since like 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, but there have been more like permanent decisions made of like where it's going to go and everything. Is the so building still there? I don't know. I don't know. think it is. I don't know. But yeah, so there will be a memorial in place in Boston for the almost one half of the people that were there who passed. It's terrible. It's horrifying. How have I not heard of? You know what I mean? It was one of those where I was like, "What?"
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm
1: yeah. looking
0: at pictures of it. Yeah, the pictures are
1: yeah crazy. I didn't expect. I don't know when I just think about. It's a small building. Like it's not. I thought it was gonna be like.
2: Yeah, I think it was just the basement and that first floor, right?
1: Yeah. Also, just the pictures on the scene of just like how many people. Like there was no clear like how they you know, when, you try to get people away from it because you have to let emergency personnel in. And like, wow, that place is
0: fucked up. They have pictures of the inside of there's it. There's two levels. There's a yeah. or well, there's basement, yeah. ground, and then there's like a little Probably balcony like around the offices
2: it. or something.
0: Maybe that's fucking awful. I wish that did not
2: happen. Same, but look at all the safety regulations and it it's is how we like, got them it's what you're saying like those are kind of the minimal things that i always
1: think about fire extinguishers that's it
2: and the staircase
0: you need staircases mm-hmm. did you want to go next weenies yeah i can go next weenie weenie mine isn't sad at all that's fun that's fun
2: what a roller coaster mm-hmm. all of our listeners are going on today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the wilhelm scream <laughs> The Wilhelm scream is actually is a rock-a-bye.
0: Rock-a-bye. <laughs> but it's like It has to be like rockaby. Yeah, yeah. rockaby. It's a famous sound clip. You might not know that you hear all the fucking time. It's been used in countless movies, TV shows, and video games over the years, and is probably one of the most well-known screams ever. Are y'all aware of this? Oh yeah. I feel like, it, are you, you about are? to play That's it? It's like a film 101 class. Are you about to I play it? I didn't know about this. I, is it the, Yeah. I'm going to play it eventually, but we're going to talk about it. But first. is it that one? Yes. Basically, yes. Yeah. Ah. Well, I'm glad you already fucking know all this. Well, all right. Podcast it's okay to
1: know over. about stuff and then learn more the about Will it, The Scream.
0: <laughs> the villain originates from a series of sound effects that were recorded for the 1951 movie Distant Drums. In a scene in the film, soldiers are fleeing Seminole Indians and they're wading through a swamp in the Everglades and one of them is bitten and dragged underwater by an alligator. Ah! (laughs) Actor Sheb Woolley, we, oh, we played know and the love the part him. of that character. And later, while recording lines for that scene, because it was olden times and they'd record them afterwards, Eight. he came in to let loose a series of screams. One of them, his fifth attempt, didn't just make it into the movie. It subsequently made it into a ton of films, including westerns, war movies, video games throughout. Well, not video games yet. Westerns and war movies in the 1950s and 60s, but it really took off when it was used in the original Star Wars film, yeah. like Lisa said. Damn, I didn't even know, really. I was guessing. So, this is where our guy, Ben Burt, comes in. Folds. So, Ben Burt. <laughs> <laughs> Ba-ba-ba, <ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. laughs> Uh, that's Ben Folds, not to be confused. Ben Burt, he is researching sounds for Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, the first Star Wars movie in 1977. He had been looking for this particular scream he had heard a ton of times in Westerns that he watched as a child. And so he's like combing through all the sound effects he can find. And he finally founds it, founds it, he finally founds finds it. it. In the sound library of The Charge at Feather River, which came out in 1953, and decides to use it in a scene where Luke Skywalker. 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 I love the Sterwar, my favorite character. (laughs) Luke Skywalker. Shoots a short trooper. And he names the scream after the character, the stormtrooper named Private Wilhelm, mm-hmm. hence the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> and are we ready to hear the first? Yeah, I know Let's it. do it. Here I we go. This- yes. <laughs> it already happened. Yeah. It just in the background went.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the isolated scream, too.
0: It's coming. Okay, well,
1: I feel like this maybe could have been produced a little bit better, but that's okay.
0: Okay. Bert loves the scream, uses it in the first Star Wars. He also is like, I'm gonna use it in all the Star Wars as many. Star Wars episode five, Empire Strikes Back. He also does sound design for Indiana Jones, puts it in Mm -hmm. all the Indiana Jones movies. He puts it in Howard the Duck, (laughs) Willow.
1: Okay. Oh, this is
0: a George Lucas man. Something called Always. I've never heard of Mm -hmm. that in 1989. Eventually, Bert is like, y'all, I've been doing this funny thing where I I add this. Yeah, I add this scream into everything I do. And he tells his fellow sound. Oh, my God. You sound tr- editing oh, faux pas. You tried so hard. These nuts are killing us is what's happening. <laughs> These nuts are making me thirsty. Uh-huh. So hard. I did. I saw I tried it. to
1: pull away. It and made I me smacked. Sad. I'm sorry. I'm just full of. I'm just getting you ready to fight Whitney. Nuts.
0: That's ah. true. So Bert tells his close-knit circle of fellow sound editors and designers and they're like this is fucking funny we're doing it too two-time academy awards winning sound engineer and re-recording mixer mark mangini was one of him one of their friends, friends nerds in the in the group and he said quote We continued this inside joke for another 15 years or so, and it started to create some attention from film reviewers. And then the practice began to spread even outside of Burt's circle. So the origins of it for a long time, like where it actually had been recorded, were unknown because it was kind of in the sound bank, essentially. Ben Burt is the one who really started digging into it because he loved it so much. And he figured out that it was Wooly who had made this sound. He figured he's the one who figured it out, figured out that it was Sheb Wooly. Sheb was best known because he recorded the 1958 novelty song, The Purple People Eater. He also Played the character of an Indian scout named Pete Nolan in the television show Rawhide. Hmm. Rawhide, Rawhide. Mm -hmm. which we all know the song to, thanks to Blues Brothers. He discovered the records at Warner Brothers from the editor of Distant Drums, who gave him a short list of names and actors that had been scheduled to record lines of dialogue for the Miscellaneous Wars for the miscellaneous roles in that movie. Wooly was one of a few of them that were to come in that day for pick up vocal elements. And then Wooly's widow, Linda Dotson, confirmed that the scream had been in many Westerns and added that Wooly had said he always used to joke about how he was so great about screaming and dying in films. Oh, you know. <laughs> we all got
1: to be good at something. Yeah. yeah.
0: The scream can be heard. I've said a few, but there are a ton more Mm -hmm. in the 1954 version of A Star is Born. Them, Land of the Pharaohs, The Sea Chase, Sergeant Rutledge, The Green Berets, all of the Star Wars, like I said. Most recently, it's been used in the Book of Boba Fett, Mm -hmm. the spinoff of The Mandalorian by Jon Favreau. It was used in Reservoir Dogs and Kill Bill. It's Quentin Tarantino to do that to be yeah. a film guy, though. hundred mm-hmm. percent. It's in Lethal Weapon 4, Transformers, The Incredibles, <laughs> Toy Story, Cars, A Goofy Movie, The Fifth Element, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, aladdin and beauty and beast the cartoons as i say not the no. good ones yeah. not the new ones yeah. the majestic it can even be heard in f9 the fast saga it's in television shows like maverick game of thrones breaking bad my little pony friendship is magic oh it's my, my little, little pony, pony comma friendship, or friendship colon is magic. yeah littlest pet shop adventure time regular shows steven universe lizzie mcguire fairly odd parent parents Simpsons, of course, I'm sure they've used it a hundred times. Oh, yeah. X-Files, Angel, Futurama, Shield, Son of Anarchy, Powerpuff Girls, Star Trek, Venture Brothers, Family Guy, American Dad, fucking everybody uses it. It's also in the video games Red Dead Redemption, Riders, Grand Grand Theft Auto. I know that one. The Witcher got that one. Also in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm the two towers when Haladir of the Lothlorian leads the troop of Lorian elves to support the Rohirrim in Helm's Deep. How could we forget? It happens when Haladir is fighting some orcs and the scream is used when behind him another elf falls from his death from the outer wall of Helm's Deep and we're gonna listen to that one okay. too because it's, it's Lord of the Rings. And I also looked That's the only one you have
2: specifically gone into detail on. And I love you it's for it. It's on brand. I had to
0: do it. I so. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> there it is. Classic. That was a lot a more clear. A much more isolated yeah. version. People say that that one is the loudest, mm-hmm. most clear one you can hear mm-hmm. in recent times.
1: I feel like once you hear it, you ah! don't stop hearing it. You.
0: I, honestly, I was watching recess i had it on in the background this morning the cartoon recess and i in the beginning there's a scream in the um opening credits there is is that a wilhelm scream oh my god but i I looked it up because i was like holy shit if it's that so what's funny is in episode
2: six return is that return the Jedi? no we're not the right people to ask about that yeah it is but There's like um, When what's his name Uh, When Lando Falls into the Sarlacc pit He does like His version of it Mm. It's interesting It's an interpolation You know I I honestly I've heard Wilhelm scream And I know that I know that noise Did not know they were Paired Yeah Makes sense Yeah But I've heard that noise Like I picked up on it Like those film reviewers did Yeah So now anytime I've heard it I've been like Ah Ah,
0: It's it's that perfect scream. It's like calming almost. So people couldn't find the original, actual, like full session of this recording <gasps> until March of twenty twenty three. Oh, my, oh god. my god year. Breaking Wilhelm Scream News. A series of old recordings from USC's archives were uploaded, and among them was a nice, clean version of the entire take of the Wilhel- <laughs> Wilhelm scream. That also included all the renditions of it. Do we have all of them? We do. All them? Oh, I'm so excited to hear. So, and I'm we have um, a veteran up. audio engineer. Just dropped. <laughs> veteran audio engineer named Craig Smith a graduate of USC's School of Cinematic Arts who works as an academic sound coordinator in the School for Film and Video. Why are you mocking him? I'm just happy for him, but he basically preserves old tapes and does all this stuff, and he fucking finally found it. This is like his moon landing. So this was first recorded in 1951. That's a weird
1: one. A man getting bit by an alligator and he screams. Okay,
2: quiet. Hey, quiet. out for me. Okay, ready?
0: there you go we got
1: it we got it we got, I, I like the coaching on it he
0: was like no it's got to be like a real fucking scream
1: yeah yeah it's not an, an owl. Bitch. owl it's not Get an it's an You're alligator getting
0: dragged in away by an alligator that's about to fucking eat you
1: yeah i mean in that context it seems a little weak yeah yeah you know
0: it is a little weak but it that's it why worked. it's
1: funny because it is kind of just like a
0: yeah and now I hope that you all, I mean, I, I listed a ton of shit that it's in. That's the Wilhelm Scream. Our guy, Bert, he's won four Academy Awards since then for, for scream art, sound artistry. design and Scream Artistry. Mm-hmm. Has he um, won any awards for being a little mean, sneaky little mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's also the voice of R2-D2 and oh. the lightsaber. Oh, he's old then. Is he alive?
1: That means not alive. No, he's Dude. still
0: alive. He's in his 70s. Okay. Still alive. Uh, Warwick
2: Davis.
1: That's a good point. Yeah.
2: That's all. He was That's my point.
0: Like Warwick
1: 18 Davis. when that movie came out. I feel yeah, like a he tiny was. Bit. Yeah. He was like 18 in Willow. Yeah.
2: But I've Googled Warwick Davis a lot. Mad I mean, Mordigan. Know Mad Mordigan. I wanted
1: to know his net worth. Way more million. than you could ever imagine. I feel that like that someone less they were than getting good royalties though. That was like, oh yeah, he's still getting.
0: Warwick's checked. only fifty three. Yeah, isn't it crazy? Fifty three. He should at least be sixty.
1: Fifty three is twenty two years, years older than me.
0: Old. Is that right? Fifty three years old. Less than that. Eighteen years old. I mean, that's crazy. Well. Anyways, I hope you scream, scream out. Pearl
1: DeVere's journey to the West was not an uncommon one for women seeking independence and fortune. With the promise of endless possibilities and a chance to start anew, she left her home and headed westward to make make her mark. Although little is known about her early years, historians suggested that she was born near Chicago, Illinois in 1861 or 1862 and then raised in Evansville, Indiana. It is believed Pearl DeVeres arrived in Denver, Colorado at around 15 years old in approximately 1877 and went by the name Mrs. Isabel Martin, although no one ever saw Mr. Martin. Without any significant means of support, financial support, um, Pearl resorted to engaging in sex work to make a living. As a striking, headstrong redhead, it's important to note that she dyed her hair red, but who cares, really, um, she managed to attract plenty of affluent businessmen in Denver, earning a significant amount of money. Then the Silver Panic of 1893 occurred and much of the new wealth in the West was lost. Yes. Are
2: we going to talk about Silver Panic?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. The Panic of uh, 1893, very briefly, I'm not going that deep into it. No, that's fine. I've just never heard of it. Yeah. The Panic of 1893 was a national economic crisis that hit Colorado's silver industry hard. The Sherman Silver Purchase Act of 1890 which mandated the purchase of large quantities of silver by the US government had initially boosted the industry. However, when President Grover Cleveland repealed the act in eighteen ninety-three, the price of silver plummeted, causing widespread financial ruin.
0: Fucking Cleveland. Yep. Was it because they weren't backing the dollar with silver anymore? I think so. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um so Cripple Creek was the newest boom town in Down Co- on Cripple Creek. Yep. It's a song. Yep. Cripple Creek was the newest boom town in Colorado and was where where Pearl decided to open her new business. Smart Pearl was now 31 and used the a bag, uh, she, truly, um, and used the money she had made working in Denver to purchase a modest wooden house on Myers Avenue in Cripple Creek's red light district and opened up her own brothel.
2: Yes, bitch. Hell yeah.
1: Um, To advertise the brothel, she was often seen driving through the streets of the, it was a gold camp at the time, um, in an open carriage pulled by two magnificent black horses. Her attire was always exquisite and carefully chosen to make a statement. The women of the town were green with envy, while the men gazed at her with longing.
2: This is reminding me of what's her name in uh, Deadwood. Mm. She was like so pretty and
0: then opened her own mm-hmm. finally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel I like it. this is Dolly Parton's version of the town tramp. Kind of. Is yeah. What we're but hearing. like a redhead. Mm-hmm.
1: So, <sighs> really into this redhead business. Yeah. So, the good, quote, good women of Cripple Creek were absolutely scandalized by her outings and the fact that. Her employees um, were also shopping on Bennett Avenue alongside everyone else. and they, Pretty women hated and they that. didn't like it. Yes. So, in response, the owner of the main shop in town, Marshall Wilson, regulated the shopping hours of working girls. <gasps> oh my God. Allowing them to only visit stores during off hours. Also, each girl, each working girl, was required to pay a $6 monthly tax. And madams had to pay $16 a month to, for her and their girls to shop there. These fees were meant to discourage women from working in parlor houses and also discourage women who worked in parlor houses from coming into town. But it did little to deter Pearl and her girls from working or shopping because yeah, they were making so much fucking money. Yeah, yes.
2: who gives a fuck about $6, even <laughs> yeah. though that's
1: like 150 now. It, was, it would be more than $100, basically. <laughs> yeah. From, uh, rough math on that. Um, So her establishment quickly became popular among local clientele, as Devere had a reputation for recruiting beautiful women women and offering them high wages and regular medical checkups. So due to her concern and, and well-being for her employees, Pearl was particular about the type of clientele who were allowed to enter her brothel. She even implemented an application process to ensure only gentlemen of certain standard were permitted access. They had to have references, Fun, and they had yeah. to provide bank statements yes. to be able to get into this brothel. Yes, Pearl. Yeah. So this she's m- smart. She's smart. So this just meant that the day laborers um, and those deemed unsuitable but it was mm. still there the, the poor folk were denied access they're like you don't you cannot afford what we're selling here oh. despite the questionable nature of her business pearl tried to maintain a pretty low-key lifestyle and ended up marrying a mill owner named c.b flynn in 1895 however the honeymoon was short-lived as a fire broke out and destroyed both flynn's mill and Devere's brothel and honestly most of cripple creek
0: fires fucking everything yeah, yeah. it really is <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <gasps> but yeah it's good but it's, it's a, getting in but it's a hooker yeah um, flynn was kind of wrecked so her husband was unhappy and was like fuck it i'm going to mexico i'm just gonna work there and <laughs> pearl was like um i can i'm still like established here like i can yeah. deal with this like you go it's fine so, she persisted and rebuilt her business from the ground up, purchasing a two-story brick 2 story brick building that would eventually be known as the Old Homestead by workers and clientele. That's cute. It is. So, the Old Homestead opened in 1896 and quickly gained a reputation as the most luxurious and extravagant brothel in town. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So, Pearl spared no expense in decorating the opulent parlor with imported Parisian wallpaper, hardwood furniture hardwood floors crystal electric chandeliers and leather topped gaming tables Ooh, this is 1895 shit yeah.
2: i want to go the god house- everybody in america was so like so francophile at that i point. Know, yeah. because it was so
1: like exotic and like yeah. the fanciest thing that ever existed so the house was also outfitted with modern amenities such as electric lights a phone an intercom system and Two indoor bathrooms. An would, intercom system? Yeah. Well, it would have been like a tube system yeah. more than anything. Just a bunch
2: of cans and strings all around. But like, but like nice fancy,
1: like Like brass. golden cans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> golden cans is what brought people in. Silver. Yeah, but the, honestly, the more impressive thing was the two indoor bathrooms with indoor plumbing. Like at the time, completely unheard of. To have one indoor bathroom, let alone to have two.
0: $5.1895 to today would be worth... A hundred and eighty dollars. Oh shit! So, I was close with one fifty. Mm-hmm. So Pearl Not close
1: enough. recruited four beautiful women to join her in running the brothel, and she only again accepted references from the ultra wealthy who could afford the two hundred and fifty dollar a night stay.
0: Bitch.
1: Which would be about I can't
0: afford that. Now.
1: Nine thousand dollars a night, roughly. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, 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 One night. One night,
0: one girl. That's Maybe like Eddie V's. I mean, you get a girl and a sting. That's like a, a red How lobster situation. How much did you situation? say it was? $250 No, but like the equivalent. Like $9,000. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: Um, on a client's first visit, he was taken to a private viewing room where he could watch the girls undress and make a selection. So kind of the account of that is you you he would go into like a viewing room like where he wouldn't have to be in the same room as the girl if he was maybe a a little intimidated Perp lineup kind of but like (laughs) a perp walk there was also kind of the idea there was also like um like a bathtub like you go watch a woman undress and take a bath and there were like mirrors everywhere so you could kind of like get a full visual like Mm -hmm. check out before you uh commit to the night with one person
0: Um, I mean, that's half the fun, though. Yeah, just looking. I mean, that's also uh, in Best Little Horror House of Texas. Some guys claim that was their favorite part Mm -hmm. was when the women had to wash them down in the bathtub.
1: So the evening typically started in the parlor where the gentlemen danced, listened to music, and played cards um, with the lady that they had selected. And as the night progressed, they would move upstairs. That's sweet. Yeah, I mean, at least there's that time. It's kind of... I think it's a kind of commonly discussed topic about can sex work be a option that people choose without it also being a survival position that people take. Right. But then you get into the broader kind of conversation around labor about how we all are forced to choose to labor regardless of what we're mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. So say saying- but at
2: least this way you're not just like, in a room with, like, some guy coming in and just using you as a depository and then the next guy comes. Like,
0: you're I think there's also at least talking. It's a, more of, like, of a bartender it, feel sure. of, like. I think there's also this side of, of it bespoke where it's, like, experience. I might rather yeah. just get this over with. Yeah. Like, why do I have to pretend to be your yeah, girlfriend but, all night when I know that the main. Yeah. But is that but that's what you're Makes paying it for also feel more human. Bit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. it's, yeah. it's
2: it, that to me feels far more humanized than other things you hear about at that time. That yep. is true.
1: Agreed. So lavish parties were frequently held at the old homestead, complete with tropical floral fla- sorry, tropical flowers, gourmet food, and the finest champagne. Oh. <clears throat> On June 4th, 1897, Pearl threw a party that was beyond extravagant thanks to a millionaire admirer from Poverty Gulch. Don't worry about it.
2: (laughs) That's confusing. Yeah,
1: The townspeople watched in amazement over the weeks leading up to the event as cases of French champagne, Russian caviar, and Alabama wild turkey arrived by train and were brought to the homestead. Man,
2: that used to be entertaining. Yeah. What's coming into town? Where is it
1: going? Oh, man, it's going to Pearl's Place. Shit. Yeah. That was the reality TV of then. Oh, yeah. And it spread around town. Everyone knew. Love it. So as the partygoers arrived, two orchestras hired in from Denver started playing music. Never had such an extravagant affair occurred at the homestead, let alone in the entire town of Cripple Creek. Um, when Pearl appeared, she was the epitome of beauty and grace dressed in an $800 shell pink chiffon gown adorned with sequins and seed pearls that had been imported from Paris. Oh, my um, the, the dress was reported to be a gift from the gentleman who commissioned the party. As the evening progressed, Pearl... The poverty millionaire? The poverty millionaire. The mi- okay. the, the capitalist who made money off of putting other people into poverty. Right. Poverty that shows Gulch. Us that's how capitalism works. That's the epitome of cap- capitalism working. Gulch daddy. Yep. Gulch status. Um, as the evening progressed, Pearl had maybe a little bit too much to drink. Maybe got in a fight with the aforementioned gentleman... And then excused herself, retiring to her bedroom upstairs. Red head behavior. Love it. It It is. (laughs) She got your party at my whorehouse. I'm drunk. I'm going to fight you. Thank you for the dress. Red head behavior. So she took some morphine to help her sleep, which was common practice at the time. However, during the night, one of Pearl's girls went to check on her only to find her laying in bed, still draped in the chiffon ball gown, breathing heavily and unresponsive. Can't handle this. I already um, don't. I
2: want you. I don't want you to finish
1: this story. Immediately a doctor was summoned, but it was too late. At the age of 36, Pearl Devere passed away on that early morning of June 5th, which is coming up <gasps> 1897. So Pearl's family was notified of her death and her sister made the long journey from Indiana to cripple Creek to claim her body and begin funeral arrangements. However, her sister was shocked to discover Pearl's profession as a madam and not as a dressmaker, as she had told her family. I yes, love bitch. it. Dressmaker or hatmaker, but there's mixed reports. But either she way, was she was like, This is yeah. like
2: the drug dealer I had in college who told his dad he worked at Best Buy. Yeah. I love it. Let's exactly go. Let's it go, Pearl. Got to
1: So her sister was so offended by this news and also that she had dyed her hair red that she left in a huff and refused to take responsibility for pearl's remains Really? That, that was the real nail in the coffin, yeah, right a ginger oh my God. Uh, so pearl's sister's abandonment revealed that pearl was actually not as wealthy as everyone believed and i have some contention with this but i'll finish her state had no funds to properly bury her plans were made to auction off her beautiful french gown but a message from denver came in offering $1,000 to ensure she was buried in the pink chiffon gown she had worn the night of her death. Aww. Pearl's funeral was grand, led by the Elks Band, playing the Death March and escorted by four mounted policemen. Carriages filled with businessmen, prostitutes, and minors followed. Her casket, which honestly, that's what the entire town was made up of. Um, mm-hmm. Her casket was covered in red and white roses and placed at the foot of um, Mount Pisgah <laughs> Cemetery. It's spelled funny. Although Pearl's wealth had been spent on her extravagant lifestyle, the anonymous donor's generous contribution allowed her to be laid to rest in the gown she loved. Here's the thing. She just wasn't liquid. No. Like she had shit. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: she was going month to month or she was. She was reinvesting. She, was she literally at. just yeah.
1: reopened her brothel in 1895 after the fire. So my thing is I'm like, yeah, she probably didn't have a bunch of cash, but. All of that shit she bought for that was house hers. was hers. She was
0: doing what every single person in the service industry does, and it's make the money and spend go the spend money. it back. Spend yeah. the money. It's
1: also business and small the business owner. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So the, you
0: spent, you get it, you spend
1: it. I, so I have some just like
0: also a thousand dollars that guy donated. It's like ten thousand dollars is like. Thirty-six thousand dollars today. That's insane. That's so. That's a big old funeral. That's
2: like four funerals. Yeah.
1: (sighs) Pearl Devere and her grave were forgotten for several years until the 1930s when Cripple Creek started promoting tourism. Her grave was found in a weed-filled corner with a wooden marker that was later replaced by a white marble heart-shaped stone that was donated. The old homestead where Pearl worked continued operating until 1917 and later became a boarding house and private residence. In 1957, it was turned into a museum displaying original furniture and telling the story of Cripple Creek and Pearl De Vere through 30-minute tours from Memorial Day to October that are still running to this day. Let's go. I want to go. It was cool. Most of that came from um, an article by Naked History. And then there's a podcast called What's Her Name Podcast. And they um, interviewed the proprietor of that museum and she was it was all she's she's obviously maybe not like a historian in the academic sense but she has access to all of the records of everything so that's how they knew that they were checking bank records mm-hmm. because there were men's bank right. records <laughs> just like in the Incredible. collection of stuff yeah so you can still go to it and tour it it's gonna well it's not open right now because it hasn't been memorial day yet but yeah. let's go that's pearl that's pearl she was a Where cool it lady. It Cripple, Creek, Cripple Creek, It's outside Colorado. of Denver, Colorado. Colorado. right? It's outside of Denver. Yeah. I don't know how far so it's outside of Denver.
2: Like a we can drive. go to
0: Red Rocks. Yeah, go to see Caitlin.
2: Also, it's got to be like a kind of ghost town type, yeah, situation. Yes.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, Are we done?
1: Yeah, that's all I got. I like. I want to go. I do too. Mm-hmm. There's lots of. Bitch. We have to go. We just have to find a way to monetize this podcast. So if you'd like to advertise your stuff, let us know. And then we can just quit our jobs, and then we can just tour and go that to these locations such we talk about. A good yeah.
0: idea. But I'm surprised no one's thought of that. Flights yeah. to
2: Denver are cheap. They are cheap, and cheap. that sounds like a nice little. Let's leave Friday night, come back Sunday night, yeah. just do a most weekend. Of,
1: most of my trips to Denver, have I been
2: just about went that. out of my house because uh, I've got three dogs there. Yeah, now mm-hmm. you have three dogs. Yep. Aren't you lucky?
0: You
1: just want to go? go? Out west? When do
2: you want to go? When can we go? Oh, could you tomorrow.
1: Tomorrow? Okay. okay. We'll go tomorrow. Right. Fantastic. Perfect. I'll just, I think I can just work from my phone maybe for a day, see if anybody actually. I mean, notices. it
2: seems like it. You're working on the podcast from <laughs> your phone. Wow. <laughs> All
1: right. <laughs> Very called out. Jesus. <laughs> it's true. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. disgusting